See, I know you're trying to sabotage my wedding. What are you talking about? You're the one who talked me into that band. That was not wedding music. Sound like everybody up on the stage was getting ready to drink the Kool-Aid. Wait, wait a minute, Darnell. You were the one who waited so long to book the band, okay? Maybe you're sabotaging your wedding. Maybe you don't want to marry her, huh? What do you think about that? You just want to be happy until you mess this up for me. You know what? Uh-huh. But it ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work, Maya. Whether you like it or not, I'm marrying Lee. Oh yeah, and tell your friend with the band, she's fine. Welcome to Oh Hell Yes, a girlfriend's podcast. Today's episode is called Wedding on the Rocks. Air date 5-16-2005, written by Regina Hicks. I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And today we have another guest. Um, she uh, made some waves on Twitter with us, uh, hitting us up about some awesome uh, comments on our show. I loved it. Um, <laughs> it's Jennifer. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thanks. So um, you picked this episode, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I first want to get to which girlfriend are you <clears throat> and why? I definitely would say I'm a mix between Joan and Tony. I'm a bit type A, overachiever, really playing like Joan. Mm-hmm. And then I have all the events at my house with um, our friends. But... I'm hella bougie, like Tony. Yeah. And I spend money like it's going out of style. Oh, wow. Do you do the oh. holiday thing? Do you do like the songs and the dances? No. I just cook and everybody's like, oh, you're hosting, you're cooking, you're cooking, right? You're hosting. Oh, you feed the neighborhood. Oh. I feed the neighborhood, the family. <laughs> like, mom's like, you're coming to Easter? Are you cooking? What are you cooking for Easter? <laughs> Damn. I'm just trying to go to church with you. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to chill. You don't want to be on, on, on all the time. You oh, know? No. I'm bringing food everywhere, not just, I'm not, we're not the paper plates, paper cups family. <laughs> we, we're not allowed to be that. So, yeah. Well, that, that's a, a good segue to talk about your, your YouTube channel where you yes. show off some of those recipes. Tell us about that. Yeah. So Ooh. me and my husband and our son, we have a family cooking channel called Cooking with the Connors on YouTube. So we cook a lot of things. All our meals are from scratch. And we basically tell people how to make a lot of the recipes that, you know, the younger generation doesn't know how to make. So we do pound cakes from scratch. We did a um a butter pound cake, a regular pound cake with a sweet potato pie swirl in it in November. Ooh. We gave the recipe away. And then we raffle off money after telling people how much the ingredients cost so they can try it. So the people that watch the show, they get a cash app from me if their name is picked. And then they can go buy the ingredients. I give them the recipe. I walk them through the segments of how to cook it. And then they're able to kind of learn how to cook instead of yeah. just buying everything. So, yeah. That's good. So we're not losing recipes. Yes. No, we're not. Yes. We started in 2020 in the, in the panty wanny, as I call it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I the parallelogram. <laughs> we were in the... So yeah, we started late in 2020. Um, our church had asked us at the time, like, hey... We have um, we have to do something for like Thanksgiving. Can you do a cooking segment, a cooking show? And I'm like, yeah, of course. And I think I did like stuffed salmon and vegetable fried rice. And, you know, we obviously we raffled off two meals. We feed people in the community with the meals and have them give us free reviews in exchange. Nice. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty fun. That's awesome. Thank you. So this episode, Wedding on the Rocks. Why did you want to do this episode? Well, season five to me was so important in Girlfriends. Like okay. you said, mm-hmm. the budget got better. Yep. The wigs were wigging, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the like they just looked so good. The cinematography was great. But this episode in particular was like the two-parter that I went up for as a kid. So I was just like, I love okay. when Maya and Darnell, you know, kind of started to turn that corner. So, yeah, that yeah. was why. Wow, so you're a big fan of Darnell and Maya. As a kid, I didn't know any better, right? Okay. Because there's some toxicness going on there, but oh, so, you know. Yeah, for sure. I, I, yeah, I'll watch this again. Like, who are they? It's open. I, 
couldn't afford to think. Yeah. <laughs> this was okay. So yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're all like that. I see a lot of tweets about like watching girlfriends as an adult is uh huh, very eye opening. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, ooh, what is she doing? <laughs> And yeah. why is she doing And why is, why is she doing and it? When is it okay? I don't know. And where's her friends? Where's her mom? Like, where's her people? <laughs> yeah, Somebody. it's just, we can we can have that question for all the girls, you know? Yes. It's just, there's no guidance a lot of the times, but we'll get to that because Lynn's wilding too. But um, mm-hmm. let's get to this cold open. And it's me this time. Uh, so we start out at Tony's apartment. She wakes up in the middle of the night because she thinks she's having contractions. So she calls Joan. And Joan's frantic. She's like, "Oh my god, oh my god." Okay, okay, um, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on my way, Tony. I'm, I'm on my way. So just breathe, breathe. Remember to breathe. Okay. And Tony hangs up, and she does that. She does her little Lamaze type of breathing, and then all of a sudden she looks under the covers, and she's like, "Oh." And at first I was like, "Oh, what?" And then she calls her back. She's like, "Girl, don't even worry about it." Joan's like, "I'm getting in the car." She's like, "Nah, I." uh I thought I was in labor, but I just fell asleep on the remote. But since Joan's already in the car, she tells her to swing by and pick up some snacks, some cheese nips and a pickle, which is like, ugh. But that's the end of the cold open. It's very, very quick, very short. What I want to do is talk about William and Joan, and then we'll get to the rest of the story, because I feel like William and Joan's storyline in this episode is pretty boring. It's just filler. So. Yeah. Start out at the J spot. William and Joan are having issues with the design of the place. Apparently, the water feature, there's a water feature that leads to the bar, but people mm-hmm. keep falling in and dropping stuff. I, I like that. If people didn't fall in and drop stuff, I would love to like have a little, what is it, like a little bridge to the bar? It's cute, but I see what he's saying though. It's like, it's nice to look at, but logistically speaking, yeah, you could fall. I stayed at a place like that that had that. Where you had to walk across when I was in Bali like an before you get oh yeah which I fell in that shit so many times it what? was uh, <laughs> yeah well I guess after partying too you could drop your phone you could drop a lot of things that, I don't know in the I morning just, you like yeah. oh let me just oh like uh-uh. yeah. <laughs> I like the water feature I thought it was cute but I just thought William was picking to be picking like. It was mm-hmm. cute. People are drunk, but you knew that way back when, when you was yeah. patting on the back, telling their gone bull, spend that money. So, and it's not even that it, it's not deep or anything. It's like mm-hmm. it's just a simple like step over a couple of stones. It's not even right. that wild. I guess they could put like those little stanchions so that people don't lean. Mm-hmm. But that makes it look ugly. I don't know. But. He also talked about the furniture and how it's so low. It's a couch, right? And people are eating on the ottomans. So you're kind of leaning over. And I get that. I thought about that when I saw the setup for this this, uh, restaurant. But yeah, he has some points and not some good points. And so they're arguing about needing a signature drink for the restaurant. And right now, the top two contenders are the J-Spot Teeny and the Tapas Teeny. (laughs) How about the get drunk and fall in the lake of tea? And that's when Joan's like, okay, I think I know what's going on here. She accuses him of using the issues with the restaurant as a surrogate conversation for the issues with their relationship ending, which is a lot. But William denies it. And he's like, no, I'm just looking out for my investment in a restaurant where a river runs through it. Do you know that? Y'all know that reference? The movie? It's not a movie. It's a yeah, movie, right? It's a movie. I don't know what it's about, but I always thought that name was funny. I had a question about this part, though. It was so interesting because you notice like when you break up with a guy and you guys are still friends and you have like common group, they can like nitpick at the person they broke up with them. Like I've seen that happen. Like he's poking. Yeah. Like he's just in his feelings. Like, how dare she not choose me? And that's why I looked at William like, you all pick me. Mm. You all angry, surly, (laughs) sour patch kid. You mad. You mad. Like he was big mad. Put a cape on him. He was super mad. And I was just really like, it was just to me, that's what I saw when I rewatched this. Like I thought in back in the day, okay, he's just miss their friendship chemistry and he just wants to like reconnect and he misses her and that's why he's acting out having a tantrum no i felt like he was big mad about her not wanting to go the distance even though he really Uh didn't either (laughs) really etsy what'd you think this was all about oh yeah that was william definitely 
being big mad. He even kind of admits it later on in the episode. He kind of says <sighs> something like that. He alludes to it. So yeah. this is why. But some of the points were like, I get oh, it. Yeah. You're an investor in this restaurant and you're worried about this water feature could be, who knows? It could be a lawsuit. Somebody slips and falls in it. You knew about the water feature when you was trying to fuck though. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> we got a winner. Well, maybe people weren't falling in at that point. You know? So what happened with the water feature then? Yeah. And the Ottomans, because I agree with you. The Ottomans were not a good... Who wants to be... They're mad no. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with the water feature that it's just... It needs to be somewhere else so that it can be looked at as more something just to look at as opposed to something you can walk. You have to walk over to get to somewhere that's yeah. probably going to be I think they're trying to be cute high. by making it like yeah. that. Yeah. Like an adventure. Exactly. Like... No. And then you got drinks involved. Uh-uh. Mm, but, yeah, um, tipsy people sir, with heels. you knew about the water venture. You know about all of that shit. When you was trying <laughs> to get with her, so what happened? <laughs> yeah. He, he thought booty was on the horizon, and once he realized it was off the menu. <laughs> oh, man. He had a whole tantrum, and I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> well, Joan tries to defend the water feature to and show that anybody could walk across it and not fall in so she hops across it she does the running man she does the smurf which, uh, <laughs> i don't even know what old the fuck school. That is. i was like oh that's a smurf and then she falls in a bit wearing her boot cut pants which are on the they're back they're back in style those boot cut pants are coming back oh, they're definitely true. giving yeah and then they get they get in a water fight man they are so in love they are so <laughs> in love wow <laughs> so then we see William and Joan in a taxi. They're both drunk. I guess after they had the water fight, they had some drinks. William suggests they fill the pond with gin and put little mixers up on the bar. Then people can make their own atinis. That's brilliant. Now I just have to get that by the board of health. No problem, no problem. It's alcohol. Mm-hmm. And alcohol kills germs on contract. Contact. Contact. <laughs> Joan says, you know, we haven't laughed like this in a long time. And William says, I know. I miss having fun with you. And I'm like, you know how mm. I feel about this. Even the cab driver rolled his eyes. He really? knew it was corny. He did. He looked like the hell these drunk I think people he's just, in the back. <laughs> it's just drunk people in the back of his car and he's just over it and it's late. I don't think it's them in particular. Oh, yeah. But mm. I, I, I agree with the eye roll, even though our... Most people agree with the eye roll because I guess I'm just different. I love these two and they they just need to find their way. That's Mm. that's it. You know, Etsy, why are you leaning in? (sighs) I just think that I mean, we've talked about this before, but like William is a homegirl. He is the next girlfriend. He's the fifth girlfriend. uh, Okay, is it it because he's feminine? No, well, I mean, you, you, you could throw that in there, too, but that's not the main reason why. Mm-hmm. Right. For me, it's like he's too in tune with what the girls do. I don't like that. I don't like yeah, it. I get it. <sighs> but yeah. it's just like he has more fun with her than he does with Monica when they're with when they're together. You know, yeah, that's what yeah. friends do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Don't you want to get along with your partner? instead of like I mean yeah I'm not saying that you know you shouldn't be friends with your partner you should obviously be friends with him but I feel like there needs to be a line like for me maybe um I'm extra but I don't even like niggas knowing like my beauty regimen you know what I'm saying like it's just eh, there needs to be a line drawn and William is too in the mix he is. I agree with that. I, and that's why I call him the fifth girlfriend, too, in my mind. I've always seen him as that, like the companion to their girlfriend group. And I always felt like it wasn't that he was feminine. I just felt like when they were starting to pot, he was handing them heifers the spoon. Like he was Oof. right in the mix with them, um, trying to be all, you know, but I didn't really like that. And I also didn't like that. He sometimes wouldn't like take a stand as who he was. Like he would just kind of go into whatever messy vibe they were in or petty vibe they were in. He would never just come in and just, you know, be. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like they were friends for so long that it was kind of hard to cross that transition. You know? Yeah. I don't I don't think that they could successfully do that. They were friends for so long long and yeah mm. and he fucked lynn facts 
Facts. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that is a thing. Um, yeah. And married her. And married her. And got it annulled. Perfectly married her. Yeah. Yeah. Only because Joan was getting married and he didn't want her to beat him to the altar. I, I hated that. That's what, I, like that bitch assness. You really want to deal with that on a regular basis? Like for the rest of your life? Let's say they get married. Like, you want to deal with that bitch assness? That's uh, a fifth girlfriend. Yeah. Well, bitch, you did this, so I'm going to do this, so da da Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> Yeah, well, thank you guys for poking holes in my argument. <laughs> I'm still Team Jillium. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still going up. I don't know. There's just something about them. But they talk about how much they value their friendship, and Joan says, "That's it. That's our drink, the friendship teeny." And that's the end of their scenes. So we're uh, we start out at Lynn's apartment, and we are still dealing with Finn. I thought when we last saw him, that was it, but no, he's playing guitar with Lynn on the in her apartment on the couch. And we find out that they've been just having a, a lazy day of fucking two days, actually. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just hanging out, playing music. And she's digging it. And then his phone rings. And she's like, is that one of your girls? And he's like, I don't know. I'm not answering it. I was like, well, that's noble. And she's like, no, that's cool. Go ahead and answer. I don't care. And I'm thinking, considering her feelings, why would she encourage him to answer it? Was that a test? Yes. She wanted to act like she ain't care. Yeah. Mm. she thought she mattered yeah she thought she mattered and she was trying to test him like do i matter am i the priority in this moment newsflash you ain't (laughs) but he already said he wasn't gonna answer so that should have been the the showing that she was the priority but she gave him the okay on it and of course you give a nigga inch (laughs) it'll take a mile (laughs) (laughs) it surely will so he answers the phone and then he hangs up and says he has a date. And he's like, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. She's like, you know, I'm just curious. And we just spent two days together. And how do you have the energy to be with another woman? Meaning? Meaning? You spend two days with someone. It just seems a little odd that you feel the need to run right off and be with somebody else. What, we're going to study now? That's so childish. Unless you want to. I knew you couldn't handle it. Handle what? Us. What do you mean? You're jealous. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. I don't know how you have the energy. I mean, I'm impressed. And he leaves. And she throws her coffee mug at the door? That was like a, um, I don't want to say lifetime movie moment, but I didn't see that coming. I forgot that happened. Because she plays it Uh all cool. Like, it didn't affect her. And then, why break your own shit over this dude? That pissed me off so bad. You broke your own mug. Right. Right. That was her favorite mug. (laughs) And I just felt like... Her infatuation with this serpent-looking musician. Oh, like, It was two words I had for that. Don't crazy. care. Don't yeah. care. She was so much better than that. She was so pretty. He was not nice to her. He was so indifferent to her. Like, his face was so unfortunate-looking. And she was pressed <laughs> like a panini. Like, he looks like an undone... <laughs> he looks like an undone peanut butter cookie, but you're breaking your stuff over Finn. Over Finn and this tight ass music. I was so <laughs> disgusted. Like, y'all got my girl going out bad. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up, Lynn. <laughs> Imagine being as fun as Lynn, as smart as she is. She lazy, but she's smart. Right? <laughs> and then, like, being head over heels for this guy, he for looks this guy. crazy. <laughs> the music is trash. And he looks a mess. Lynn. Stand the fuck up and stand <laughs> up with your chest. With your chest? Because, I mean, oh, God. He does. He looks very different than you would think she would get. I mean, I know she's like, what we call Lynn style? Like, kind of bohemian, yeah, go with the flow type of bitch, one of them hoes. But, Lynn, doesn't matter. This yeah, is this, this is, guy. This is insane. He looks like a horror movie. Yes! <laughs> Put him back in the oven. He's not even done cooking. Like, fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck out of here. Oh, my God. Okay, Jen, are you a rapper or something? Are you a poet? No, I know. But I say what comes to mind. And my, yeah, I just always you say what comes to mind. colorful analogies and metaphors and plays yeah. on and alliteration. I love it. I love it. I think it. it's it's the housewife super fan in me, mm. you know. Ah! 
Oh yeah. That'll do it. That'll, That'll do, do it. it. <laughs> um so then next we see Darnell. He goes over to Maya's to get Jabari and he tells Maya that Lena needs a head count for the wedding. He's like, Are you coming or not? I told Jabari that I'd be there. I think it's important to show a united front, no matter how stupid I think this whole thing is. Okay, great. That's one more thing I can scratch off my honey-do list. And then he pulls out a pen and paper and scratches it off right in front of Maya. Now, <laughs> this whole announcing the honey-do list and taking out the pen and the paper and I'm like, oh, why are you trying to throw shit in, in, in Maya's face? He's always doing shit like that. Yes, like, oh, someone made a honey-do list for me, and they call me honey, and they want me to do things. Like, bitch, Darnell, shut the fuck up and be mature. Just be mature. <laughs> and also, that shows that he's still in love with Maya, because if he was really content with their relationship, you wouldn't have the need to throw shade or try to throw anything in anyone's face. you still feeling the kid. So what's really good? <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. He did that last week. Mm-hmm. When he was like, we're going to, to Sandy. I'm going to San Diego with Lena. <laughs> Bitch. Nobody wants you. Stop that. And what the hell is that San Diego? Like, y'all acting like y'all yeah. going to Mexico or something. Central like, Pay or some shit. Yeah, like Aruba. What the fuck is that San Diego, <laughs> nigga? <laughs> well, you know, San Diego. Isn't Girlfriends in the the game universe? Maybe they were going to see the Sabres. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even know the Sabres were a San Diego team. Yeah, because isn't Joan um, Melanie's Melanie's cousin? cousin. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, did they throw that in there? Did the crossover happen? I don't remember. Mm, Well, the crossover hasn't happened yet. That's next season. Okay. I was just like, that's corny. And his last minute (laughs) RSVPs pissed me the hell off. Like, the type A and me was like, the fucking nerve. (laughs) I mean, that and the band? Like that's crazy. They said the wedding's in two days. Y'all don't got a band at this point. Just get some CDs. Play the shit off the radio. I was disturbed. He didn't want that. Told me he did not want to marry her because you yeah. didn't take the RSVP list. You didn't take it seriously. You didn't take your little whole ass honey do list seriously. You know, like and why would you trust music from a band that included Lynn's sketchy scheming ass? Let's just keep it a buck. He does know. He knows Lynn enough <laughs> to be know? that she's a schemer. Yes, he saw. Didn't she like take Valium and give Maya one? Like, didn't they all? She <laughs> did remember. So I just was like, Darnell, you dummy. Like, you big yeah. dummy. Yeah, uh, Maya gets Darnell in a contact with Lynn's band. Well, he offers 200 initially, but Lynn says uh, she'll do it for 150 because Maya kind of de- deceives her and takes the $50 as a finder's fee for her. And he's like, cool. Like, he hadn't even heard the band yet, and he's like, cool. So whatever. And that's really low for, for Lynn. <laughs> 150 that's bucks for I the whole said. band. Don't y'all gotta split that? Ain't it like five of y'all niggas? Oh, it's like more. I feel like there's like eight niggas in that band. <laughs> like, girl. I feel like Finn don't deserve none of that money either because he'd be up there just whispering and not doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. He don't do yeah. shit. So, mm-hmm. um... We're out on a run with the girls. Uh, Tony's power walking, talking about how uh, she's still cute. The other girls are hanging behind. Her baby bump look a little, <laughs> look a little fake. They could have done mm. a little better. It would look mushed up in some places, but I guess they're doing the best they can over there, girlfriends. Two thousand baby bump, show. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some baby bumps on two thousand TV. It just feels like they maybe, maybe they rushed it she got to yeah like, I don't they know. didn't make sure the shit was nice and round it was it looked like there was some pockets of you know, crumbledness i don't know that's not where the budget went the budget went to the wigs <laughs> <laughs> and the wardrobe <laughs> yeah so jones telling the girls about how william's not over the relationship he's taken out on her in the restaurant which she doesn't know for sure she's speculating lynn tells the girls about finn and how she used to be the queen of love him and leave him and now she's all strung out over this dude. And they're like, oh, really? But I don't even know if they've seen Finn. Oh, Maya's seen Finn. But I don't think the other girls have seen Finn. So I'm like, can you just show them a photo? Just show them one photo of this guy. So they know what they're dealing with here. Because I know back then there was no smartphones. But you got the little camera phone, a little flip phone. You could have shown them a picture. Because they need to know what what's actually going on here. So they can talk you off this ledge. But. Maya tells Lynn she's in love with Finn, and Lynn denies it. I don't say that. I'm not in love. Girl, I don't know why you'd want to be with one who slept with so many people. That's just nasty. Because I'm in love, you idiot. 
He hasn't even done anything to show that he's, you know, it doesn't matter. We've already talked about that. <laughs> she loves his lyrics. <laughs> it's just the bars in hell when oh. <laughs> he ain't even do nothing. He hasn't done anything. Right. He's actually shown her that he don't want her by all these baby yes. loves. The so. opposite. Yeah. yeah. He's trying to tell you, you know, won't you? Yeah. I was so disturbed by I was like, okay, so the budget went to wigs, wardrobe, definitely not Lynn's pick of niggas this season. (laughs) This guy is apparently a musician that's famous out in the world somewhere. So they brought him on the show. He was already famous. Like he's in a band. So they brought him on to show to do this trip hop shit and try to bring it overseas. He ain't getting no holes. (laughs) None. If if they wanted to make this believable, you could have at least made it a reason why she was falling so hard for this individual. Do you see what I'm saying? Like show him to be such a charming guy or so sweet. Yeah, such a charming guy or, oh my God, he looking like um, whoever, them niggas from the 90s. You know how they say 90s niggas looking different than niggas from, from, from today? That's well, a thing yeah, that's but going he, on he, he don't got a lot to work with, so they couldn't even put makeup on him and make that happen. So that's just what yeah. he has to work with. And it's like, he's not doing anything. Like, he's <laughs> literally just existing. And for someone like Lynn, who's had, who's so sexually liberated and she's had all these partners, you would think that sex wouldn't be enough for her to, like, mm. fall in love with someone. Like, okay, bitch, and? I'm sure she's fucked way, like, she knows that she's fucked way better looking dudes. Like, yeah, like what 101 fuck? partners, she said. Jesus, Out of 101, this dude is it. <laughs> In LA? This is number one? Top two? <laughs> and not and number he two? Ain't two? <laughs> nah. <laughs> oh, you God. know what? Maybe they did think that they told us why without revealing the big why until next episode. Because, you know, she talks about like she doesn't have her, she doesn't know what her purpose is and all that. So it's like maybe they were just thinking people would be like, oh, she found a purpose. She's fallen in love with like having something to do because she Mm. never has shit to do. So it's like maybe she was like idle time is being sealed. This is my love. And she was expressing it towards him, but not knowing that it was just like actually having a hobby and something that she actually liked to do you know though hindsight is 2020 like maybe they were setting it up for that and maybe they thought they were revealing it but nobody caught that shit at all yeah (laughs) like it's the music she's in love with but Mm -hmm. she's getting that confused with him yeah he's like the Mm -hmm. vessel through the music or whatever wasn't even good music neither oh the music is so bad like what what vibe is that giving what mood is that supposed to put you in acid I don't know if it asked it or what, but when he's doing the raps on stage, when he's like whispering like this to the mic, <laughs> like first off, can't nobody hear that. So in the audience, what? How are you feeling that? How are you? What are you getting out of that? Oh, I don't know, man. How did uh. that shit get the people going? That's what I kept asking myself <laughs> when I was watching. How is this shit getting the people going? It's not like it really yeah. isn't. Maya mentions that she's still in love with Darnell, even though he's marrying another woman. (sighs) At this point, I'm like, oh, she's never getting over this nigga. I mean, that's the father of her child. So Mm -hmm. I guess. But dang, dang, Maya. Yeah. And then Tony's in love with a man who don't want her, even though she's carrying his baby. Then all of a sudden she goes into labor. She done walked herself into labor. When she Mm. gets there, they're like, you ain't even dilated. Like, you're wasting our time. There's no point in you being here. Um, they need the bed for real emergencies. <laughs> and she's like, wait, how do I know when I'm in labor? And that's when we hear another patient yell, like this horrific horror movie yell. And they're like, that's how you know. Is that what it's like? Because mm-hmm. me and me and Etsy have never had kids. Hail to the year. <laughs> when I tell you, as a, ki- as a kid, I was like, oh, you know, oh, if you walk, you're going to go into labor early. So I didn't walk. I cooked. <laughs> and then my son kicked out like some um pelvic bones three weeks before he was due that they couldn't do anything about and so fourth of july i was having contractions every eight minutes so i'm like oh let me call the hospital they'll let me come in early and they were like stay your ass at home until it's four minutes apart so i didn't sleep for like three days because my body kept going trying to go into labor every eight minutes and when i got there they were like you're not dilated i said i don't give a damn <laughs> he gotta come out. I haven't slept in three days. Cut me. Cut me now and forever hold your peace. Cause 
that scream, I felt like my soul was trying to leave my body and touch the hem of Jesus' garment. No, God, not today. And I didn't have a vaginal birth. I had a C-section because I was like, cut me. I'm not still like that. Just because my body was trying to like make me go in the labor, and I was just like, I'm not doing. I'm not doing this shit. Cut me now, yeah, please. And I, the doctor that was delivering was a sorority sister of mine that I knew and Aww. she knew that I was like I'm not if it's if it hurts cut me I'm not here for all this other shit mm. <laughs> so. so you see me in Etsy's faces um yeah. nobody told me that so just like you think you know you watch the movies oh it's just so yes that's no, how they do it it's the closest thing it's the be- most beautiful and most closest thing you can get to death because I felt like my body my soul was like literally trying mm. to leave my body and I was just like fuck this i ain't got shit to prove and my mom was like don't get any medicine you can do this and i was like you can shut what? your ass up and stay in the corner <laughs> <laughs> i want to have a girl i want a nap and i want a knife like i don't need to prove nothing to nobody like period yeah he broke your bone your pelvic bones and you just had to sit with that i mean they can't do this they can't he, do nothing with it yeah he kicked it out of um like he you know he get cramped after a while so he just started kicking and knocked two bones out and I was just like walking around like this is hurting and my doctor yeah. was like yeah he shifted some bones but it's okay it happens <laughs> this shit be normal <laughs> it happens what the <laughs> fuck yeah yeah so I mean mm. yeah it was it was a great experience I would never take that from myself but we I was a one and done kind of mom I can imagine so uh-huh. yeah my mm. mom had five and she was like I wanted eight and I'm like well shit you ain't wrapped too tight sorry mom Love wow, mm. and she didn't have any drugs. Mom. That's that old yeah. school. Yeah, give me all, that's, give that's... me all of it. Yeah, <laughs> give me all some... of it. She's different. Oh god, let me take let me a sip add of that my... to my list. Let me, uh, mm-hmm. take a sip of my strawberry Rita real quick. And <laughs> one thing about the Tony, like going to the hospital and feeling like you know, she was like, "Oh, I need to do so much stuff before I have the baby." I really felt like we should have saw that she was leaving when when they did what they did with her. This would have been perfect to uh, have a storyline for her because she didn't have one on her season other than being pregnant. The anxiety of panic of, I'm about to have a baby. My life is changing. When she said that, I was like, they missed a major opportunity with that, that age demographic to show yeah. how the mind looks. No, they had her chasing niggas. They had her <laughs> popping and twerking like it was just like the disservice and i was like the writing was on the wall the writing was on the wall when i saw this again Hmm. yeah yeah they probably didn't want to go into it like like what you said because you know the discussions was happening during this season and it was kind of like okay it ain't gonna be the same next season child so they just got her running around doing dumb shit um following her mom to her ex nigga like she's just a peripheral character in this season. So. She actually yeah. had no meat on her storyline all season when I like actually watched it back through. And then when she said that line, I was like, damn, that would have been perfect for her to like talk about, oh, I'm nesting. Oh, I'm having a baby moon. Like Tony was extravagant. Tony liked to travel and spend money. Like, let that girl live and kind of show her growth and evolution as she just comes mm-hmm. to terms with her marriage just ending. She's about to be a mother. She doesn't have the closest relationship with her mother. And she's like, all she has is her friends to kind of help her, like, figure this out. Like, that would have been great to have comedic elements around that storyline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to book a trip to Maui or some shit. <laughs> Which I'm like, hey, on a plane? You're about to give birth? You want to be on a plane? Mm-mm. I don't even like that. You said cold the pelvic, the pelvic is breaking, child. Let me <laughs> add that to my list of... Etsy's um, <laughs> yes. making a running why. list of things that can I'll happen. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. No, I... um. Like literally, mm. I was eating like pudding and my tooth like just fell out. One of my wisdom teeth when I was six and a half months pregnant. I was just like, nobody fucks told me this bro. Like it just broke. It just broke and like fell out. And it was like, I never had issues with my teeth ever. Like, and they were like, oh, my dad's like, oh, you're pregnant. Your teeth are just shifting on it on their own. What the fuck? Um, a salt line in my mouth. <laughs> like, let's. Uh, help me understand. Nobody, nobody tells you this. Oh nobody tells you this. my God. Pudding? I am mortified. 
she was eating the softest food that one could have. Nigga, yes. couldn't feel like baby food. Nigga. <laughs> Nigga, how you think I felt? I'm like, it wasn't like I was eating taffy or popcorn. Yeah. yeah. No. Congratulations, you played yourself. You, but I mean, like the first trimester was, you know, crazy because you sleep a lot, you're tired. The second trimester was amazing. Like we went to Vegas, we traveled a lot, I ate a lot, and then the third trimester was just like get the baby out of me. So like actually being pregnant wasn't there was no issue. So I had no like idea what to expect. So when labor happened, it was just like, what the heck? I've been living my best life. Yeah, just... my... ah, yeah. The way was... our faces look right now. Let's see. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hope I discourage No, y'all. this is why I don't know. This may actually discourage me. I'm not going to lie. Nobody tells you this, though. They're like, oh, yes! you need to experience it. You'll love it. No, tell me just so I can know. Like, not to discourage me, but just so I have an idea. Like, nobody told me nothing. The books yeah. don't tell you shit. <laughs> the books, the media, because if if women really knew what was up, the population would not be increasing the way it's increasing. It would either be none or one and done, like mm-hmm. yours. Oh, so, yeah. like, mm-hmm. that's why. Yeah, you know, they purposely don't say it because they want women to stay fucking barefoot and pregnant all the time. Yeah. No. No, How, who else they going to... They, somebody got to birth the kids to work. For the corporation, <laughs> it is a conspiracy. Like you literally get in there and you're like, "They done tricked me into this shit." <laughs> and it's like we yeah. wanted kids, we planned to have like two kids. So after having oh. one, we just we just kind of felt like one our family was complete. But I, I was like, I am not going through labor again. Yeah. Like, fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. No, good. Yeah, well, hopefully they uh do something scientifically to where the men can have them or something because uh. You know, oh, th- th- then it's really a wrap for the population. Oh man, I'll be like, fuck this shit. shit. I ain't doing it. Pretty much. Fuck <laughs> 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 this shit. This shit hurts. <laughs> oh God. Well, more so, power to you. Shit. Yes, you know what? This. Give a fucking. fucking a come on now. Come on. We got all the moms out there in the world. Because. Uh, yeah. So next we're at the club. Some kind of club. Uh, they're about to watch Lynn's band play at this bar. It's Maya and Joan. And all of a sudden we hear Sir Mix-a-Lot, Baby Got Back, which is, I mean, there's better twerk songs out there, but that's a classic. And over in the corner, there's a cypher. There's like a dance cypher in the corner. And Joan sees this lady walk out of it and she's like, hey, what's going on over there? And she's like, oh, some crazy pregnant lady is over there acting a fool. And they go see and it's Tony. And I'm thinking, she's going to be dropping it low. She gonna be on the ground, like, you know, arching the back, whatever, busting it open. She ain't really doing that much. It ain't even that big a deal. I would have just, if it was me at the club, I would have looked and went, oh, okay. And then kept it moving. But everybody's circling her and cheering her on and shit. And Maya warns her that she might, her water might break if she keeps dancing so hard. Good for her that she can even dance this late in her pregnancy, considering what we just heard. That's that she has the. <laughs> the ability to do this mm. but um she's trying to get to vegas she says she's trying to go to vegas because you know she only got a few i guess weeks left or whatever and we see darnell and lena they're also there to see lynn's band i forgot about i don't remember what lena looked like last time but she looked different now i don't know if the same actress or what yeah i don't care enough she's kind of upset because maya is the one who recommended the band it's a band lena so what if my ex-wife recommended them? I'm telling you, they're good. So you heard them play? Would I book a band I ain't never heard? <laughs> is that justified? I don't think... Why is she mad at that? Maya's always had beef with that lady. Like, remember she came to the Christmas and she was like, oh, you yeah, bought my baby did. a GameCube. And then right. Maya saw her at Blue Bar cheating on Darnell and she told Darnell and Lena tried to flip it. They've never had good blood between them. It's always been just, I mean, not saying whatever, but it's just, Lena's never trusted Maya, period. Mm, that's the angle. What did you think, yeah. Etsy? Now that she brought it up, yeah, I was like, ah. But also, my thing is, though, baby girl, it's two days to your wedding and you ain't got a band. So either Maya's recommendation or no band at all. And you're just going <laughs> to pop one of those, um, that's what I call music CDs. Remember? Yes. Now that's what Done. I call music 28. Done. Yeah. 
I have my parents <laughs> by, by now. That's what I call music five for me when I was like 11. Ooh. And it was what year that. Was that? Oh, it was like 99, 2000. Even when I stole, you know, like you still see these from um, Get 15 for a Penny. That was never a choice of mine. I always chose like Juvenile and Estimate. Right. <laughs> no Limit Soldiers. The hood shit. Them, them, them greatest hits of the time CDs, girl. You better pop one of them shits in there because. Yeah, at I this don't... point, I would have just been like, fuck it. Because mm-hmm. there's no way. The hassle, you're already dealing with a lot of stuff for a wedding. Mm-hmm. To have to deal with this extra thing that should have already been handled. That just forget about it at this point, I would say. And also, a big thing for a lot of bands are playing like covers or anything and things like that. So, my thing is to the band, why don't y'all, y'all don't know how to play like, I don't know, Shaka Khan or something? Like, shouldn't a band know how to play stuff like <laughs> you that? You think Lincoln sings Shaka Khan? You think Lincoln hit them notes? Not in her singing no, voice. But, no, but you, you think Fink hit them notes? She, 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 could, she could dance around it. You know, you ain't got to do it like Shaka. You can rearrange it a little bit. But Trip really, it's version? the instrument. Yeah. Girl, they can keep that. They can keep the trip hop Shaka con. They can keep that. <laughs> Fuck it. I would like to see it. <laughs> I would I like, like to see them try. Yeah, definitely. I would love to see it. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that it was cool that Maya was looking help with the band. Like, she ain't had to do that shit. Like, nope. she could have just Not been like, Fuck y'all. It ain't my wedding. And she could have been bitter, like, you about to marry my, my husband, so I'm not helping you find no fucking band. She could have did all that, but she didn't. She actually tried to help them. So I don't know why, why Lena is upset about that before she even heard the band. Mm-hmm. So they introduced the band. Uh, I don't know if this is the... I, I swear I heard the number. The name of the band was D's Number. What does That's that what mean? That was weird. Anybody got an idea? Because oh. mm-hmm. uh, Finn's not D, and I don't know who D is. Right. Maybe it's some kind of trip hop thing. I don't know. But what's really cool is that Persia gets to sing on Girlfriends and get her music out there or her voice mm. on this highly rated TV show. Like this was on a major network. Season five was huge for this that show. Was dumb. If this music was better, I feel like it could have taken off, you know? This yeah, is she a good look. Something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's that key demographic too. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, she was an R and B singer doing mm-hmm. some Neo Soul or some shit. This would have been clutch. I thought that but. fit her too, Neo Soul. Like when they say it, said she was singing trip hop, and then we actually like heard the band and saw the band, and the music sounded real like I'm a hypnotize you. Like <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't run to Spotify. Like oh, let me stream it. That shit's hot. I wasn't like, examining that shit. It was crazy because when I looked out to like the audience or whatever. If you look to Lena's left, the girl that's standing next to her, it looks like that girl from Hell Date. And just like the nurse from um and that was in Tony's next to Tony's bed, that was the girl from Wild and Out. Cause I was like, oh, I didn't even realize the girl MTV from TV shows? No, Hell Date. It was a BT Hell Date. Oh, Hell Date was on BT. What they would have right. the okay. like yes, the little person run on it. Yeah. Right. I thought that was MTV. Because MTV had those dating shows like oh, yeah. Room Raiders and Next and yeah, I remember oh, seeing tough. that like when Hell Date, like that was when Hell Date was big, and I was just like, yeah. "Oh, that's the girl that goes on dates and acts crazy." Like you know, I was <laughs> okay. just like, "Oh, geez, it might have been, it might have been like <laughs> pretty much every black actor at the time was either a background or a side character or had an arc or something on this show, an appearance." Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, most UPN shows. So yeah, um, <laughs> they're playing this song on stage where it sounds like passing cars in the night (laughs) i'll play it right here for you guys so you can get the full context of what i'm talking about I know some people probably listen to the podcast without watching the, the episodes. So I want to make sure I, I give the full context of what, what it sounds like. What this shit sounds like. It sounds like you're ready to go to sleep. Sounds of the rainforest. You know, yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you're in my head. That's we do this exactly all the time. Thinking. We do this podcast so much. I know what she's going to say. I know jokes she's going to make. It's, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, it does though. If you want to get hypnotized to go to bed. Yeah. 
There you yes. go. <laughs> you know, I try to stay away from, I mean, y'all could say I don't care, but me, I'm like, somebody out there loves this. I somebody do. out there fucking loves yeah. this. I don't know if they're listening to this podcast. They get jiggy to that shit, too. They get jiggy to this shit. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to be like, yo, it's terrible. Because that's objective. Like, it, we don't like it. But somebody yeah. does. Mm-hmm. And so I try to I try to see it. It's just not my thing. That's what I say. It's just not my thing. Yeah. So we, we show the band. Finn has his mic, like, real close. He's eating the mic. <laughs> and he's looking down at the ground. How the fuck? Now, that part, like, I can be like, okay, that's bad stage presence. Mm-hmm. Persia's actually looking at the crowd. She's singing. She's pointing or whatever. Maybe mm-hmm. not pointing, but she's looking up. But I feel like that's just what the direction, maybe the director said, okay, you're, you're Lynn. You got you to gotta look up. You're, you're a main character on this show. But otherwise, maybe she wouldn't even be looking at the audience either. But Finn's doing some grunting and some whispering in the mic. Everybody on stage is giving their all but him. I don't even know why he's in the band. Why is he even <laughs> one of the leads? Yeah, why is he, he going to do all of that? Why does he feel the need to be included if he's not going to give anything on stage? Um, yeah. Darnell and Lena don't feel it either, which is <laughs> okay. Everyone else seems to be. I was thinking how she got them to play this on Girlfriends, why they brought this music on. And I'm like, maybe Persia threatened to quit. And they're like, mm. she's like, I'm, I won't quit if you give me my music spots on this show. Yeah. And they were like, well, we're about to lose Jill. Exactly. We can't lose both of them. So we'll compromise with this trip hop thing just to keep you on the show. I was just thinking that. that I mean, she didn't have a storyline. So like like the music gave her a couple seasons where through the end of the show, like something to talk about. Lynn just was like stealing, scratching and surviving out here. (laughs) I mean, she did have her dad thing, but. No, I'm happy they gave her something to talk about that was like made sense. I mean, I really do like the black girl rock thing. Just not this. Right. I like the aesthetic. Oh, yeah. The looks gave, but yeah. I don't know about what the was sounds. going on with old girl with the sounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Lena's, Lena gets real mad. She storms off. She's like, this is the band you booked for my wedding? And Darnell's like, well, this is only one song. How do you know they can't play Lionel Richie? <sighs> so I was like, I don't think they can play Lionel. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Might as well just buy it. Like I said, the, the hits bring some tapes and some CDs. Impress yeah. play. Yeah. yeah. Shuffle. i'm like you know what i don't think i would have a live band at my wedding i don't think i could do that unless like it's drake and his band or something like (laughs) because it's like you ever hear those cover bands that do like jay-z and it's just not it's not how jay-z would do it you know or like you would have a dj Yes, I would have a DJ to play the music. Okay. I could not have a, a cover band trying to do the lyrics the way the rapper did it. I think that's better, to be honest, to have a DJ. Unless yeah. the cover band is lit, like Earth, Wind, and Fire or something. Well, Earth, Wind, and Fire is not a cover band. They're Earth, Wind, and Fire. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Unless they unless they get the something like that. real band. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, mm, yeah. listen now. So Lena Storm's all the way out of the place. Uh, the rest of the girls are on the, on the sidewalk out front. Which is crazy because Lynn's, Lynn's performing right now and they're missing it. And I'm like, oh, this was planned. And they were mm-hmm. like, fuck that music. We're going to be out here on the sidewalk. So um, <laughs> Lena tells Darnell, go to hell. The girls see that. And Darnell sees them see this. And he's like, huh, all right, I'll meet you at the house, baby. See you later. By the way, Darnell's wearing those uh, one of those marvelous button up shirts with the vertical stripes oh what a time i think i might have had that color <laughs> growing up staple uh, in the early 2000s yeah i don't think that style's coming back though i can't see that ever coming back maya says what trouble in paradise and darnell starts blaming her mm. he says you tried to sabotage me with this band this ain't a wedding band everybody up on stage sound like they're about to drink the kool-aid i'm like <laughs> damn that's a good description and then maya throws it back on him and says no you're sabotaging your wedding you don't want to marry her. You waited this long to get the band. Mm. So maybe that's what's going on. And he yeah. says, you know what? You won't be happy until you mess up my wedding, but it ain't going to happen. I'm going to marry Lena. So tell your friend with the band, she's fired. <laughs> and we see the, so. another performance with the band. And this song, the second song was a little more tolerable. The beat, I could kind of, I could find the beat. And their voices, mm-hmm. they were going with the, with the beat. It was good. Not great. Good. I'm still loving you 
And Finn's back is to the crowd this time, and he's looking down. <sighs> he's a fraud. Very much so. Um, <laughs> Try hard. I think, well, I mean, I feel like they, they need him because he writes the lyrics, but he don't got to be on stage just because he writes the lyrics. He could be so like he can be the face. songwriter. Yeah. yeah. They're like fragments of a sentence. Like, he, they can figure that shit out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can freestyle and figure that shit out. <laughs> well, speaking, speaking of his shitty lyrics, <laughs> him and uh, Lynn are making eyes at each other while he's showing his lack of interest in this fucking song. And he's saying, here's the part. It was the lyrics. Um, I guess it's kind of sad what we had. I'm going to miss you. It's just my way. Look at what we have. I can't get you out of my way, my way, out of my way. You're making me kind of mad. How deep. And you can't even hear that. I had to get that from the subtitles. You can't hear uh, that if yes. you just listen to him. So... Lynn storms off the stage. It's all melodramatic. He keeps going because the show must go on. But once he finishes his whisper, he yells at the crowd, thanks, good night. I'm like, oh, so you got a little bit of a, uh, so you can raise your voice. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you do have a little bit of energy. Yeah. yeah. So he, he goes to see what's going on with Lynn. Hey, can I talk to you? What? Hey, I think we should call it. What? Let's just be about the music. And he turns to, like, leave, and it looks like the most robotic, poorly acted turn. I don't know. It's, it's really bad. This guy is so bad. And he just walks away. This is another thing for me, right? You already dating this nigga. Imagine a nigga looking like this, having the audacity to break up with you. <laughs> like, that's crazy. You Yo. got me all the way fucked up. Yo, that's on your roster now. You got broke up with a dude that look like this? Ooh, nah. Your self-esteem is down the drain. In the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But that's what they say. Like, you give an ugly dude a chance. A fucking dragon. And, and he think he the shit. Yes! <laughs> that's He's what like, it is. They get too confident. At least, at least if you get, if you get dumped by the nigga that look good, it's like, okay, I guess. You fine, so I guess. <laughs> yeah. But this shit is like, excuse me? <laughs> The it's like, you ever seen the bums that be on the train and they'd be like, oh, um, can I get a dollar? Can I get a dollar? And then you'd be like, nah, but I have something to eat. I haven't touched it or whatever. And they'd be like, girl, I don't want that shit or something. Like, excuse me. <laughs> be like, fuck you. Like, I don't want that. Sir, you're, aren't you hungry? Am I tripping? <laughs> but you look, aren't you unhoused? Oh. <laughs> Beggars can't okay. be choosers. You, yes. you don't put them in the position to choose. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So that's that's where we uh we leave that part. And next we're at Maya's house at three AM. She gets a knock at the door. Etsy, I'm gonna leave you to this. <laughs> okay. Guess who comes knock knock knocking at Maya's door at three AM in the morning? Is it her booty call? No. Is it Lynn looking for some money? No. <laughs> Is it Tony with a false alarm <laughs> going into labor emergency? No. It's Mr. Darnell. He's drunk. Yep. He just came from his bachelor's party and he says to Maya that he ain't even trying to marry old girl. That he love Maya. And Maya's like, <gasps> Yeah. What? Yeah. So, yeah. Why was his bachelor party on the same day as the show? It's lazy writing. I mean, Everything is last minute with this nigga, so who knows? Maybe he planned that <laughs> shit that morning. I don't know. That's what I chalked it up to. <laughs> that could be a thing. Dang. He said, I don't got no business being with Lena. Oh! I was like... I, was, I hated that scene. Now that I'm older, I hate that scene. Like, when I was younger, I was like, oh, How romantic. <laughs> like, you motherfucker. You should have thrust his jaundice-looking ass. Oh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. You should have cussed him out and called Lena to come get his drunk ass off your couch because the nerve, the audacity, population, this nigga, I was disturbed that he mm-hmm. thought I still can have access to you in this way when I left you. And I'm going to come to your house never for your my your my wedding. Yeah. Oh, and he knew Maya would be down because, he know, Maya still love him. He, he played that card. Him. Who brought him there? <laughs> Mm, and then he probably took a cab. Yeah, mm. maybe. Yeah, he probably called a cab. 
And oh. if Maya really, really wanted to throw it in Lena's face, she would have called her ass up right there and then. Like, Guess bitch, what? your nigga, your your nigga, nigga is up my house. Your nigga over here at my motherfucking house. So you was talking all that shit, bitch. With his striped ass shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> With his vertical striped shirt from the early 2000s. Shit. Oh, I hate what that. What a time. I hate that. This is poor timing on his part. Well, I, I have, I've seen every episode, but I don't quite remember what happens in the next one. I know where it eventually leads, but I feel like... I don't know what Maya should feel right now because she really loves this man. Yay. <sighs> yeah. She needs to send him home and then really think about what just happened, why it happened, the state in which it happened, him being drunk, and everything else around it. Yeah. And really just sit down with a sound mind. Yeah. 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 I, I, I agree with that. I felt like she should have sent him home. She should have called Lena and she should have had a conversation with him when he was sober because we know what happens in the next episode. Right. Like, don't do that. Don't come over here and be spill your little drunk guts out. And, yeah. you know, because turning Maya into the bad, the bad yeah. guy. So you're doing a lot right now. You're it's like you're mm-hmm. making me going to a lot of people are going to be at this wedding tomorrow. And mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. I call and tell on you, everyone's going to be mad at me. Too shy. Well, and you, but, you know, I don't want the heat on me. Right. Wasting money. And ain't wasting money. You don't get that money back. You call your wedding off the night before. You don't yeah, get that money that's back. money down the drain. You might as well try to work it out and then get divorced later on because the oh. money is already spent. So. <laughs> Just, be- <laughs> Just be married knowing the shit. It's gonna end in a year. Just get married. <laughs> let's just play. Let's play house for a year because we done paid for it already. And we're just fucking, just fucking cheap for the keeper is what they say. <laughs> cheap for the keeper. <sighs> oh god. So he's like, "Come on, little mama, come snuggle up next to Big Papa." Darnell Leroy Wilkes, you are drunk. Yeah, I'm drunk. I'm drunk with Maya. <laughs> Maya, Maya, mm, it's always been you, girl. You know we belong together. I, I love you, Maya. And Maya, Maya looks for a clip. She's like, <gasps> she might need to check her panties on that one because <laughs> she is totally moved by this. And Ridiculous. we just leave the scene right there. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's where it ends. We have one more scene. <laughs> It's Tony on a cruise somewhere, which is like, girl, you are really playing around with your time. With <laughs> I'm like, what if she goes into labor on a, on a, on the sea? It's too close to labor time for her to be traveling anywhere. Yeah, that makes no sense. They just writing shit for her just to just to yeah. have her busy child. <laughs> um, Etsy, what happens in this scene? She's on the phone with um with her ex husband, and he's like, I guess he's telling her, hey, I'm kind of concerned because you're on a ship when you're about to go into labor. And she's like, no, I'm fine. And then she turns to some lady and she goes, excuse me. Yeah, look at here, I'm deeply pregnant. Now, it did say this is only a three hour tour. <laughs> it better be. You wouldn't believe what happened to me on the last one. <laughs> okay. And then it starts raining? Yeah, it starts storming. So I should, yeah. so there's a, there's something about this scene. There is a thing. By the way, she tells, she ends the phone call with Todd by saying, I love you. I'm like, Y'all are not. Y'all are not need to stand up. She needs she to stand needs up. She needs to stand the fuck up. <laughs> Just like up to the sky. Okay. <laughs> please stop chasing this dude. Please. But <sighs> so the lady sitting next to Tony is from Gilligan's Island. She plays Marianne. Uh, the actress's name is Don Wells. Oh um, shit. So when Tony turns to her and goes, "They said this is only a three-hour tour, right?" And she's like, yeah, better be. You wouldn't believe what happened to me in the last one. Because we all know Gilligan's Island, it was supposed to be a three-hour tour. The tiny ship was tossed, you know? Yeah. And we find out that the minnow would be lost. That's the song. (laughs) And they got stuck on Gilligan's Isle with the millionaire and his wife, the movie star, the professor, and (laughs) here on Gilligan's (laughs) Island. So, yeah, that's really interesting that they got her for that one scene they be getting a lot of white actresses for this black show it's interesting that they do that i don't know if they would do that nowadays or would they even be checking for our for that our sitcoms but yeah mm-hmm. and plus the audience didn't react either like you know we didn't get the Ooh! 
So it's really well, hard, it hard to spot that. Well, it took me a little bit. I didn't even realize it until you said it. Because that show is so old, even compared to the 90s. I think yeah. that if they would have gotten a white actress who was on a show that was popular, that was closer in uh, generation, there wasn't mm-hmm. such a big gap. I think they would have gotten the response that they were looking for, you know. Yeah. But, oh, girl, what year was Giga looking? That was the 60s? Yeah, my um, my parents are like Gen Xers, so they used to watch Gilligan's Island as a kid, and it comes on reruns. Like, there's channels that still show that shit on reruns, so yes. they'll still watch it. I guess they they assume that people would still be watching it on the reruns, so they could bring this lady on, and people would know mm. her. I don't know. Kelsey, mm. Kelsey, old old girl, a favor. That was the yeah. Maybe excuse. that was it. <laughs> that was always my excuse. Like, okay, <laughs> that's Kelsey yeah. friend. We even now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Gilligan House was popular, but like, it ain't like Three's Company or something. Like, mm, you don't got no. Jack Trickle on that motherfucker. You I know mean, what I mean? Like. I, I'm not, I don't fuck with Three's Company. That shit's too white for me, but um, that's but loves you, but, but But you would recognize their faces, though. I would. I would definitely. Suzanne Summers walked up on there. Yes, I would. Because she was on Step by Step. That's why. Touche. That's why I know her. That's where, I know her. that's where I first seen her in, yeah. you know, in my life. But that's the end. We get our Kelsey Grammer. And that episode was, I mean, it was more fun talking about it than watching it. So um, I'm <laughs> glad we did it. Like, I was like, this is kind of dry, but our yeah. conversation was good. Yeah. yeah, I liked it. So next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode. So I'm going to give it to our guest. Jen, what is your oh hell yes moment? My oh hell yes moment was the club scene where Darnell fussed out Maya about Lynn's trash ass band and said they was about to drink the Kool-Aid. I always crack up because like you said, he has that black exploitation accent. Like the shit was just mad saucy because he was so, yeah, it was just mad saucy. He was so extra in that moment. That whole scene with him arguing, it just gave extra. And I just was like, this is so fucking corny, but it's so fucking funny. And every time I watch it, I laugh because he's just so over the top. And yeah, I love it. Yeah. Etsy, what about you? Mm. My oh hell yes was actually William revealing his true colors mm. when Joan had said something like, If you have a problem with my design, why am I just hearing about it now? Because when you designed it, I was in love with you and I cared about your feelings. And now that I'm not, I don't. And then I was like, ha! Mm. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. That's a good one. So mine is, um, funny enough, it's Darnell going to Maya's place drunk because I love the drama. I love the drama. <laughs> this season didn't have enough drama to me. Like, I like the messiness. Yeah. You know? So I, I love that. I, I like that scene not because i like this like what he did but it's gonna mm-hmm. throw a wrench in certain things that'll get us to season six and get us talking about some really good conversation so mm-hmm. that's what that's what i, I chose and mm. that's our episode thank you so much to our guest jen connors thank you for being Woo! here Woo! where can you. the people find you the listeners so you can find me on youtube uh, cooking with the Connors. You can also find me on Instagram as that's Jen Connors or Twitter as Hey Mrs. Connors. Yeah, I'm repping my marriage, black <laughs> love, all of that. We've been yes. married nine years. Yes, nine Ooh. years with an almost seven year old. So that's where you can find me. Connors is C O N N O R S. So yeah, check us out on YouTube. Check me out on Instagram. We post recipes and stuff and clips. We're working on a cookbook that comes uh, from the YouTube. So basically, there'll be recipes that you won't find on YouTube that are more complex, like rare from scratch, marble rum cake, you know, different things like that, smoked brisket, you know, just a lot of different things, homemade sauces, everything. So there's things that are in the cookbook that you won't find for free on YouTube. And we're working on that. So we're hoping late 2023, early 24 for the cookbook release. And then I'm also working on a journal devotional book on getting the life you deserve. So just kind of intentional things that you can do to kind of like pray and really think about intentionally getting your life on the right track and getting, you know, the life everybody deserves. Nice. Thank you. (laughs) So the next episode is called With a Twist. 
aka Wedding with a Twist. So we get to see, well, it's kind of a part two to the episode we watched this time around. So we get to see what's going on with Darnell and Lena and Maya and what's going to happen with that. And also, if you guys want to talk to us, head on over to our Twitter. Yes, we still have the Twitter at Hell Yes Girl. We also have TikTok at Hell Yes Girl as well. We're trying to upload videos as quickly as possible. Also, I forgot to mention this earlier. You can hear our thoughts on you season four next time on the next episode. We're going to save that for the next episode because part two, we really had a lot to say. There's a lot going on. So uh, tune in for that as well. And until next time, I am Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And hit us back next week for With a Twist. Bye.